Hello guys, welcome back to another episode. I'm Taylor. And I'm Sam. And we are so excited to have you along for our part two of Girl Talk. Yes, uh, Girl Talk just like always does so well. Like who doesn't love Girl Talk? It's truly one of my favorite things to do. And we had so many submissions that we didn't want to just stop at one. So we're doing a little part two today for you. All the good stuff. You know, we love to overshare on the internet. So if you ask us something, you're going to get like a for real answer yeah it's not gonna be a half-assed like it's not gonna be a fake answer like if you were gonna ask your your real friends and like sometimes they're like i don't really know if i want to give you like the honest truth because you're my friend like don't worry we're here we're your friends but we're gonna give the honest truth yeah because like one like if you want advice uh your life like doesn't affect me at all so i might as well just tell you the truth about what i think you should do like it it betters doesn't better me at all to lie to you and then it's kind of like we're so open to share whatever we want because it's like we're just in a room alone. Mm-hmm. So it feels like I can just tell secrets like I'm talking just to you. Secrets. But realistically, it's for all of you. Yeah. But I'm just in a room here with you in our home. <laughs> I know. So it's comfortable. I can say it is comfortable. I want. But before we do that, Weekly catch up, baby. We do need to catch up. Last week was so just off for me. I was so tired. And I don't even know what phase of my cycle I'm in, if that's happening, because I'm tracking it. But what I'm using to track takes a while to adjust to you. Um, It obviously won't know exactly off the bat. And I don't know. I, like, don't know what phase of my cycle I'm in. I think think it's like your luteal phase is what i'm in right now and that's when you're all tired and stuff which would make sense which would be right on track for that and then i had a weird sore throat at the end of the week too so i don't know how i didn't get more sick i don't know maybe i just like took the right things my sore throat was so bad on friday i was truly prepared to be on my deathbed all weekend and luckily it went away by the disgrace of the universe so happy it went away but so i was so tired and then i thought okay it's just because i'm getting sick but then i didn't get sick so i don't know my body was just like feeling like all i wanted to do was sleep last week and it didn't help that it was raining yeah i don't know if i mentioned this last week to you guys but like my period was late which we recorded about seven days ago and my period was about eight and a half nine days late because it was like at the end of the day so i like had been like just super emotional and like just like groungy like mm, like i don't want to do anything like that has been my mood all week and i was freaking out because i took like six pregnancy tests because i'm like fuck like nine days late that's a long ass time because last month was the first time of this entire time that I've been off birth control since what was last June. So we're going to be coming up on a year soon. No, it was or July. Um, August. Oh, okay. August. So this is my last month was my first p- period and I got it like when I was supposed to. So I was like, word sick. Like, psh, like I'm going to be getting my period now, like regularly. No, I was nine days late and it hit me like a fucking wall and I'm still dealing with it. Like I'm day three on my period. And, I took, I think, like, four or five pregnancy tests. And you obviously know, like, any girl that, like, has a late period or, like, has experience with, like, pregnancy tests, like, it just causes you to be more stressed than you already are. 
Yeah. So like, which, which doesn't help the scenario. Like you, when you have a late period, like you're supposed to be not stressed because the more stressed you are, the more backed up it's going to get. Literally. So I'm like freaking out, whatever. But then I get it. And I was like that day when I got my period, I was just in my feels so down bad. But then I got it and I was like, okay, like now it makes sense why you were so down bad in your feels. But yeah, this whole week I've been relying off of like two cups of coffee a day. And like, I'm not like typically like, like I'll have on some days like two cups of coffee, but like I'm doing it more because like it tastes good. But like this past week I've been doing it because like you need it. I'm so tired. Yeah. I feel like I can feel the phases of my cycle more. Obviously I'm trying to use the app I'm using to confirm it for me, but I think I know I was getting cramps when I was ovulating I right now feel so lethargic. I feel like I can tell, like Mm -hmm. I can feel everything and not going to lie. I fucking hate it. Like there's, Oh, I hate it too. (laughs) There's something about the, the ease of, wow. I went my whole life. Not worrying. I didn't feel, I had some like PMS. We'll get through it though. We'll get through it. But feeling the direct oh i feel like shit oh i'm on my period like because right before my period is when i feel the worst and then on my period i'm still kind of like eh but once it's like toward the end of my period i feel fine yeah like end of my period then the next few days i feel great i work like crazy i'm up early like i'm my best self and then i'm ovulating and i'm like still all right but i have cramps and then boom i'm back to feeling like shit yeah, no, and it's I like there's nothing I can relate. do to stop it. <laughs> I feel like we'll get through it. It's just like the whole kind of getting used to it and obviously regulating the hormones. Like it's fucking, it's so damn bad. It's so bad. And it, you know what's really sucks. weird is like, so obviously your girl got her boobs done uh, three months ago, and like I haven't really had like the whole like tender boobs symptom of of periods yet, and like now like I I, I am, and I'm like. It's such a weird feeling because I'm like, wait, am I like, like, are my boobs like, I don't know. It's I when I was when I got my boobs done, I lost kind of feeling in like my nipples a little bit for a little while. And then now, like around this time of my cycle, like my boobs are so tender that it kind of feels like the same thing. And I'm like, wait, what is going on here? It's such a weird feeling. Yeah, I don't really get that like symptom of i don't know if it's just like also a mix of like the nerves that were cut through when i had surgery and then like my hormones bouncing i don't know it's weird but that's a big symptom of mine now and my cramps i just wish to feel normal and i wonder though since it's hard for us to tell because we don't really know what normal is for us because we just know birth control versus not birth control is this how just women feel like you just go through the phases and they all suck all the time or is it sucking more than normal right now like i I don't know i don't know because last month i was fine i'm just a hormonal wench for real like i'm so unwell yeah i'm so unwell i i'm just i need to like pair this up with the weekend though because like the reason I was so damn bad and so emotional on Monday and Tuesday had a big role of, like, what happened over mm. the weekend. So, like, 
Do you want to get into the weekend real quick? Yeah, we can talk about the weekend because I feel like I didn't do anything during the week other than lay around and, and be mope. a fucking slob <laughs> and rot. No, literally. Um, I didn't go to the gym for four days in a row. Yeah, so I didn't really. Like, I, I haven't been to the rot. Gym. I'm just being. This, that's my week this week is not. I'm really just gym. being a piece of fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> What did we do on Friday? But today I curled my hair and put makeup on and we're back. I know. Okay. Well, <laughs> Friday. Um, no, we did a cookout on Thursday. Oh, my God. We did a cookout on Thursday with our friends and it was so much Wholesome. fun. It was so much fun. First of all, the food was 12 out of 10. I'm going to try to make it tonight. Seth's an amazing I'm going to try to make it tonight. Like when Seth finds like a girlfriend, he's going to treat her If right. you live in Austin, Texas and you want a man that's like really going to treat you right hit us up we have um guy friends we have some i'm not gonna say they'd <laughs> the all the other ones like hey, i'm not gonna say them. they'd all treat you right yeah, um, yeah, they'd yeah. be fun to maybe go out with but i'm not gonna give any promises on their <laughs> boyfriend abilities but i think seth would treat you right yeah 110 percent. he's such a dad yeah like we were all like kind of just like fucking around listening to music and like doing things like playing in the backyard with mac and stuff and he's just over there like cutting up every vegetable I've like slapping se- on the stuff on the grill i've never seen a man cut a bell pepper <laughs> so good yeah or a person for that matter it was giving food network i was like okay period like yeah. knife skills like they're perfectly even i was yeah. like oh my god like that's hot <laughs> he has what, what is it called the blackstone yeah blackstone yeah, grill off brand blackstone yeah, off, off brand because you know because <laughs> you know we're on a budget yeah we're on a budget <laughs> early 20s come on man um so he has one of those and he was gonna cooking up the feed fajitas for us the boys got the beef fajitas we had the shrimp um fajitas and they were bomb we like we went to trader joe's and got all the groceries and then everyone else came over and this was the first time in like my like honestly first time ever that sneaky link had been like in a environment with me sober so like i have to give him an applaud on that one because he's warming up to me so that was exciting yay and the bar is in hell yeah i know the (laughs) bar is fucking in hell let's just i want to make one thing clear he had he had a girlfriend like a few months ago so like i understand if he's like emotionally unavailable right now like i get it but like i'm still having fucking fun okay anyways so um, we ended up playing photo roulette, which was really fun. So fun. But it, what a fun thing to fucking do. But it inspired me to delete a l- lot of photos off my phone. I went into playing that photo roulette game with 8,000 photos. And now my phone has like, I think like 4,000 photos. See, I have 11,000, which I used to have like almost 20. Yeah, you had like 20 when I met you. I was like, what the fuck? So now I have 11. We're doing great. Also, I just want to point out if I'm talking at a weird speed or like taking long pauses i'm trying to say like less so if the cadence of my speech is weird and i'm taking pauses that's why it's because i'm trying to be mindful for you guys just putting that out there but i had so many pictures and i got to eleven thousand by deleting them on planes that's what i do on the plane yeah i will leave every single plane ride i go on with at least 3,000 less pictures than when I started. Yeah. So Photo Roulette is a game where everyone syncs up their phones to the same game. Like on every, everyone gets their own phone. And we were airplaying it on the TV. So what happens is someone's in charge of the game. And you get to pick how many photos are going to get displayed. So we were doing rounds of 100. And every person has to approve like... Well, not approve because we weren't allowing approvals. We were like, fuck it. Like everyone just press 
Press I yes. was approving mine because some of mine were too boring. Yeah, my, the, I was doing the same. That's yeah. why I deleted so many photos. It was almost... So normally you wouldn't approve pictures because they're too out there. Yeah. I was doing the opposite. Yeah, me too. I was thinking, I was like, I okay, these are all Instagram selfies. I want something... Yeah. Something, something juicy. better. Yeah. Give me something good. That That's why I'd approve it. Yeah. Because I would literally get one round and think, this is my Instagram feed. Yeah. Next. <laughs> yeah, like you've all seen this before. Yeah. So what happens is a photo will an- anonymously go onto the screen and you'll get everyone's name under the photo and you have to guess as quick as possible whose photo it is. Um, and there's like, I don't know what the point system is and how like it works, but basically... Getting like, it right and how fast. Yeah, so at the end of the game, there's a winner, which we didn't really care for the winner part. We were just playing for like the photo part. Only if you won, then it was... Like, yeah, then... If I you won! won <laughs> you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, I won. <laughs> um, so that was really fun. We did that for a while and then we are obviously a big friend group that's super into hockey so we watched the dallas stars after that and we're just kind of chilling taylor you ended up leaving i left yeah i had uh i was having a sleep slumber party yeah so i stayed kind of a while stayed until like 10 30 and me and secret link were like sitting together on the couch and like when i the next day um a few of our friends like made a comment like you guys were like really touchy on the couch i was like don't say anything <laughs> like don't talk about it because <laughs> even taylor even said that one time you were like it's weird seeing you like cuddle with someone yeah it's very weird because sam's not a very emotional person um like outwardly sam isn't the I'm type a, like no <laughs> yeah and i'm i'm like a hopeless romantic lover girl i i'm just like that when i'm Especially in a relationship, like, I'll just sit there being like, oh, my God. Like, I'm just a little simp lover girl. And even with, like, family, not so much with friends, I guess. I guess it depends on the friend. But you're just not very outwardly emotional. So the thought of Sam at, like, the altar of her wedding crying, saying vows, (laughs) I can't get that through my head. I'm like, I shot it. I do. And like <laughs> one time when Sneaky Link was over and you were cuddling on the couch for real, for real. Yeah, that was for real, for real. I was in shock. <laughs> I was like, who is this girl? What's going on? I don't like this. It's making me uncomfortable. This is weird. So it's just I'm so interested to see if you had a boyfriend, boyfriend, the way things would I know. I'm also curious, too. I don't even know how the hell I would act. We were talking about this, too, when we were going to get coffee the next morning. We went to Dutch Bros. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I literally don't know how I would respond to having a boyfriend with, like, the emotional, like, touchy-feely part. Like, I don't know. The touchy-feely part isn't even it for me. It's more so you seriously being like, I love you. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. Dead ass. It's because I don't take, like, I don't take many things very serious. Yeah. Like, I'm always just, like, trying to be, like, the, like, clown, like, funny person. And it's just being serious, like... Someone will have to like bring you. that side of. I know someone will bring that side out. I hope, but yeah. So then Friday we decided we were gonna do like casual drinks at the bars on the earlier side. Which I'm gonna tell you right now, it didn't for me did not end up staying casual. Never I told does. myself I go I'm gonna go home by nine because I want to go out on Saturday. I'm going I'm going home and at, at nine. 
I'm not making my way to Latchkey. It never is casual drinks. And the second I got there, I said, what are the bets we're placing on the fact that you guys are going next door? And going yeah, to you literally said that at the first drink. Yeah. I mean, you're next. Well, if we that were was somewhere because, else and we were far away and... That was because Dane said, oh, I'm going out. And I'm like, fuck. Like, if all you are going to go... Like, like, there's yeah. specific people in our friend group that I'm like, if you're going out, like, I'm also going out because you have to we, go. Yeah, because we have such a fun time together. So I'm like, fuck. Yeah. So he was like, we're going out. But then two drinks in. So one of my friends, we do this thing when we're out with our friends where it makes life so much easier at the bar is like, I'll buy rounds, then you'll buy the round. So like one of our, our friends bought the first round. So I was like, okay, I'll go get the next round. And so when I went up to the bar to get this, the next round, he charged me like one drink for two. So it was $8 for two um, margaritas. And I was like, fuck. I was like, this is bad. Like I'm in for a, like a good night. I mean, $8 for one margarita is cheap. I know. Yeah. I charged him. Or I gave him like a big tip too. I gave him like a $5 tip. I was like, and every single time I went up. So I kept going up because I was like, I'm going to test the waters again with this one. I'm going to see if he does it again. Yeah, and like maybe up, he just made a mistake. Yeah, maybe he just <laughs> fucked it up. Clicked the wrong button. Nope. Did it again and again and again. He did it like, I think f- five to six times. And it came to the point where I was just going up to the bar with the boys cards and I didn't even want to drink. Like, one of my friends was like, oh, like, go up and get me, like, drinks. I'm like, okay, sure. Like, give me your How card. How did he not notice that? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't go up that many times. Like, five or six max, like, while we were there. We were there for a while. We stayed until, like, nine. Yeah. And we got there, what, like, six? Uh, yeah. Yeah, six. So, I just knew. I was like, you know what? We're here having a good-ass time. Like, I'm loving this. And the great thing about Lucky Duck is that, also, if you want the visual aspect, go watch my vlog on TikTok that I made. I did a Friday night in my life. So check that out. But we're all sitting on the picnic tables and people come and go, which I absolutely love about that. Like, like we'll sit down five of us and then like more people will just start to show up. Like we had friends that were from golf, a friend that came from dinner, um, two girls that are, are talking to two of our guy friends that showed up. So there was just like a bunch of people at that point. And then we ended up walking over to Latchkey, all of us. I wasn't there for this. Yeah. Taylor left at this point. Do you want to tell everyone where you went? Yeah, I'll just like pop in and say where I was so you okay. can like finish your yeah. your night because mine was like early. I d- wasn't drinking this weekend because I had that horrendous sore throat and I and it was driving on Friday too. So obviously that makes it both. I wasn't drinking. I could have not driven if I wanted to drink, but I was sick. And the last thing I wanted to do was get sicker. So no alcohol for me. But I was meeting my boyfriend's fucking parents. Crazy insanity which i wish i could have had like a drink but it was fine because it was chill like it wasn't a big deal at all because i got there and his friends were there too it wasn't just us four he was there with his group of friends and them Mm. and his friend's mom was also there so it was just a chill environment they were just grabbing beers hanging out and then we left and then it was just us four but at that point I'd been there for a while and it was really chill. I was probably not being the most like amazing outgoing person because my throat was on fire and I was so tired and I was scraping every last ounce of my energy to be there. I felt like shit, (laughs) but I was like, you can do it. You'll be fine. But I was just thinking if they think I have like 
a bitch face or just look upset or something they probably do because i was so down bad but it was fine but i left the group for you know i was like i'll miss casual drinks i missed the night out but it's good that i had somewhere to be because i felt like shit and wouldn't have been yeah probably I mean, staying anyways to be fair you didn't i mean you missed a really like the night was really fun leading but up it was to, chaotic it was dramatic. fucking chaotic and guys, i didn't which have were, the energy for that yeah no <laughs> so we get to latchkey around nine ish and they the line starts at latchkey at like 9 30 so like we, we always make sure that we're there before that so when we get there there's like no one there so me and my friends are dancing the the floor is open there's no one there we claim the picnic tables and then next thing i know there's like this little not little like yeah i guess kind of like incident that happens and it causes a lot of drama in our friend group. And it's like, everything's going spiral crazy, crazy, crazy. And it's like still kind of empty in there. We're all, we're all just like kind of like hammered dealing with this incident that just happened. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm going to go get a drink. So me and Haley go get a drink. And then we come back. And then everyone's kind of chilling because the problem of the whole situation left the bars. Thank goodness. Um... So we go over to the picnic tables and then I invited these guys to the bars um, and I met them like the week before. So I invited them there and they had seen the whole like incident go down and I'm like, I'm sorry guys, like come up to the picnic table. So I'm just like dancing all night with them on the picnic table, like with Haley. There was this guy that had a mutual friend of us. His name was Noah. Noah, if you, if somebody ever come by this, like you were the best time ever. You were so (laughs) much fun. Um, and we were all just having a great ass time. But then around 1030, I was like, you know what? I need to leave. And I had messaged my sneaky link around 930 when that incident happened being like, can you come pick me up? Like, get me out of here. Like, I need to go pick me up. I'm scared. I know. Like, come on, please. So I, um, I'm waiting on him to come pick me up. The reason he didn't come pick me up right away is because he was actually moving that night, which was annoying so he had like he was like renting a u-haul and all this stupid shit and i was like whatever i'll stay out like i don't care that much so i'm staying out hanging and then me and a bunch of our friends decide it's time to go because not only um the incident that happened but (laughs) one of our friends was watching the radar and it was going to start downpouring in like 30 to 45 minutes so everyone's like all right we got to get out of here so i'm like all right let's get out of here and all my friends were ubering and i was like wait guys like you have to wait for me like he's almost here here like he's picking me up soon so like we're sitting on the side of the road for like 30 minutes like waiting for him to come like he's like i'm on my way which he was on his way it's just like i don't know why he was driving so slow so or maybe i was just like drunk and thought it was taking probably I, it probably was but then he picks me up and he was dead sober what a king and i kind of fucked with him for a second and i was like i was like oh yeah you can just bring me to like bring me home like i don't need to i don't need to come over like i just i just need a ride he was like are you sure like i will like if you want me to and i'm like I'm like, yeah, like, bring me home. Like, I don't, I don't want to stay over, like, trying to, like, fuck with him. And he was like, okay. I was like, no, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So then I slept over his place, his new his new home, which had, like, no furniture in it. Didn't even have cups of water. So when my, like, hungover ass woke up the next morning, like, clenching for water, there was no cups. Unfortunately. It was horrible. I would have stayed over knowing you were staying over because, I mean, I just don't like sleeping here by myself. I didn't think I was gonna, to to be honest. But I didn't have makeup remover, and my boyfriend hates me, so he doesn't buy makeup wipes to keep in his bathroom. Yeah, which he should. 
I know. He was like, tell me what to get. I'm like, no. Okay, then no, that's like, why. That's your no, fault. No, I was like, no, I'll get it. I'll bring my own stuff. But come on. But yeah, he was like, just stay here. And I'm like, I don't have makeup remover and I'm not sleeping here. Yeah. Like, that, that's literally the number one. If I had makeup remover, because I just didn't want it. was so late and it was going to rain. And I was like, to be honest, it would have been probably would have made way more sense but i came back and i was like oh my god i'm literally leaving i'm like oh sam isn't home i was like oh i hope i don't get murdered in my sleep (laughs) sleeping here by myself yeah i honestly assumed you were sleeping in his house so that's why i didn't even like tell you what i was doing just check and like one thing what i always do i never really have my phone on me like when i'm like having a sleepover with him like it's always like somewhere random like i wake up and it's like in the kitchen or it's like on the couch like it's yeah. it's never near me and i just remember like looking at my phone at tw- like 12 30 and i'm like fuck like i should probably message her and the next thing i know like i think i passed i was out. confused because he moved so i didn't recognize where your yeah phone i know was. Yeah, I that's was another like, funny thing about it where where, where is, is this girl? location and then i put it together that he moved so i was I figured it had to be his house. Yeah. And we woke up probably around like nine and we were like hanging out, just laying in bed for like a while. But I'm like, I love the fact that he picked me up. I'm sober. It's a nice thing so to do. King. It is a nice thing to do. What a king. Um, what a king. But we didn't really do much the rest of the weekend. We, I was I was personally kind of hungover just because when I don't sleep in my own bed, like even... Even it's if I hard. drank the same amount of alcohol and I laid in my bed and I laid in somebody else's bed and it's the same amount of alcohol, no matter what, like I'm more hungover because I laid in somebody else's bed. It's hard. That's why I need my whole routine at my boyfriend's apartment. Yeah. Because I'll feel good if I can do my entire skincare, brush my teeth. And I told my myself hair. too, I was going to come home. Yeah, but sometimes coming home is just not feasible when it's that late. You just like can't do it. I know. I used to do it. Yeah, but like when it's a person you like to be around, you don't want to. Moment leaving is not it. I know. It's just so much better. And he always drives me home in the morning. Well, I mean, as he should, but like, like it's just like I know I'm gonna get a ride. Like, why Uber? Like right now when I know like I'm gonna get a ride in the morning. Yeah, sleeping over is for sure the move. Leaving is tough, and you'll get to bed earlier if you sleep there yeah you know Mm -hmm. but yeah i need i debated at the esthetician buying everything of my skincare routine at second round of it i mean it's worth it if they sold travel size of everything i would get that you can't find it on like their website they don't sell it damn i know like she told me that right she's like you're gonna need to get like travel size bottles to put stuff in because they don't make it travel size i was like what the fuck is that I mean, it's worth it because think about it. If you run out, yeah, like you can always I might. just like, I might. It's not that expensive, but yeah. Saturday did a whole lot of nothing. I just wanted that my social battery. Like I appreciate weekends more when I take a weekend off. It just, it just feels good. Yeah, so, we went to a really good lunch place. We I that place did. Up. That place was good. Twelve out of ten. I did some TikTok searching. I don't know how I've never heard of this. Me neither. But I did some searching on TikTok for a good salad place because we were like, how about a yummy salad? We haven't gone to lunch in a little bit. Have ourselves a day, gotten food. Let's go get food. So I was looking up on TikTok, best healthy restaurants, Austin, best salads, Austin. And when I looked up best salads, I saw a million of this place called Vinaigrette. 
And oh my God, it was so good. It was the cutest little place. It was empty. So we sat right away. Food came quick. You don't need a reservation. It was a Saturday in the middle of the day and we were walked right into a table, got food immediately. Waitress, so nice. What a kind lady. It was just all these salads and they have some sandwiches and some sides, but like the menus, like all salads. So good. Can't like even, the quality so good. was insane. So good. Perfect amount of dressing steak. on the salad. Yeah, like, like we got tuna steak and I have not like, like sometimes I'm iffy about tuna steak here in Austin, Texas, but that was phenomenal. It was real freaking good. And I got a lemon ginger drink thingy so good it was expensive for salad i always justify it was 40 dollars a person and we got drinks so you can like pretend the drinks like 10 bucks which is that's pricey for lunch that's a pricey salad for lunch but we're not including tip and tax so like i'm just justifying it it's still a pricey lunch but when you if you want sometimes it's up to like 20 bucks if you want something which is a, a pricey salad i know it's it's definitely pricey, but so good. Tasted so fresh and delicious. I feel like every single time I go, I'll literally get a different one. It was amazing. So cute in there. Treat yourself. Go to vinaigrette. It was bomb. Yeah. And then we stayed in that night, which was well worth it. I think I was in bed by like eight. So good. And then so good. Sunday was like okay we didn't really like like we went to the bars to watch the basketball game at like 3 30 which I'm there's like a whole situation that happened I'm like I don't even know if I feel like you talked about it on TikTok I know I talked about it on TikTok like basically these guys invited me to the bars to watch the game it was their idea like whatever and they showed up an hour and a half late so luckily our other friends were literally across the street at another bar so we went to hang out with them but yeah we we were sober. Well, I mean, sober queens to the point. I had one drink with a, a Jello shot. So yeah, I was a sober queen. People get fucking pissed that we drink so much. Oh my god. Yeah, I didn't drink Sunday either, and I normally only get diet cokes. But I switched it up and ordered a Shirley Temple, and it was the most delicious thing I've ever had. Yeah. So I'm gonna switch it up when I go out. Yeah. It was so good. I love I Shirley Temples. Have you ever done a um, Dirty Shirley? I've. No. No. I've never ordered one. Or what's the other one called? When it's a Diet Coke with um grenadine? No, but I want that. What the fuck is that called? My brother gets it all the time. You can probably Google it. Yeah. It, that good. sounds good though. It is that good. sounds like my my vibe. Back in the day when I was like literally so scared of like soda and I thought it was like horrible for you. And me and my brothers would go to the restaurants and get soda. <laughs> They would get that. <laughs> the Shirley Temple was just phenomenal. Yeah. I got one espresso martini. It was ass. It was like not worth it at all. I was so pissed. I was like, I can only trust Lucky Duck's espresso martinis. That parlor one was disgusting. Disgusting. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you listen to our last Girl Talk Q&A, which by the way, you should. It was a great episode. But we talked in that episode about how important it is to reach out and get professional help through therapy. Which is also why it's so perfect that right now I'm going to talk to you guys about BetterHelp. So finding balance in life is so tough. There's so many things going on. So many 
girl problems that we're all having and talking to like an unbiased professional source is so crucial. There's a big stigma around therapy and I know it can be hard to go jump in and do it and it can be really intimidating, but it's such a good positive tool to learn coping skills, set boundaries, and ultimately become the best version of yourself. And I know, like I said, it's so intimidating to start therapy, but thanks to BetterHelp, you don't have to leave your house and you can get the support you need. The online therapy services are designed to be convenient, flexible, and tailored to your schedule. Just fill out a quick questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So if you're ready to find more balance, with BetterHelp, visit BetterHelp.com slash F-Word today to get 10% off your first month. So that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash F-Word. Take care of yourself and remember, investing in your own well-being is always worth it. Alrighty, let's get into the episode. Girl talk, baby. We got some good ones. Um, all things, you know, relationships, situations, boys, sex, birth control. We got one about ingrown hairs, which I thought was fun. <laughs> I can't wait. All right. First one is about boys. Okay. So I've been in a relationship for over a year and absolutely love my boyfriend. Our sex life used to be great, but then I definitely lost some interest after being in a really abusive work environment. As in, I had different rooms to break down in different rooms to break down in my office bad. Do you get that? Like she was having mental breakdowns at work. Oh, Okay. I've left that environment and was hoping that less stress and being less sad would help, but it hasn't. I know it's not him. It's definitely me. I just don't feel sexy anymore. So it's just love to hear your tips on how to feel sexy in bed. Um, First, huge part of this. Have you talked about it with your boyfriend? Yeah. Because that's step one. Yeah. I feel like being like transparent with him will definitely help the situation because mm-hmm. one you do also want to think about it from his perspective of like, oh my God, like, is it me? Like, am I like the reason she's not enjoying it anymore? Like, and if you're more open about why you're stressed, that will help you not be as stressed. Yeah. And especially you saying that you don't feel sexy. He can't read your mind. And if it was good before, he might think you're still good. Yeah. But voicing that to him, if you haven't, so that way he knows more to compliment you and like say things yeah like, if you, like you. it'll help a lot and then also it's also probably a mix of the fact that you said you've been dating for a year and i feel like once a year comes that's when you kind of hit like boring mark not mm, boring mark, not but boring like, but not like as like the honeymoon's over it's yeah. been a year like now you're comfortable and something in this relationship that i'm trying to do a little bit more which because I feel like every relationship is just like a learning experience. So I'm trying to think like I feel like from every relationship you should take something of like how to make it better. Um, I want to keep that like the same way when you like go on a first date. You like like do all the things like you shave, you moisturize, you have a glass of wine while you're getting ready when you're like going on a first date. Like when you have like a fun date with your boyfriend. I'm not saying like have a glass of wine when you're just going to like hang out. But if you have like a date planned where you're going to go to dinner like have a glass of wine when you get ready like the same way you get ready for a first date like do that Mm -hmm. because it's still fun and it's still exciting and it's still like it should still be like a cute fun thing like oh i'm getting ready for a date yeah not just like oh it's just your boyfriend like keeping it like like that like oh you think you're gonna like have sex at night like shave exfoliate like put on something cute like don't just like 
be like, oh, I'm can sit here and like my basic like whatever because it's your boyfriend. Yeah, you can and you're comfortable together, but you can try like just put in that effort to like feel, yeah, feel pretty. I love that. That was great advice. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> like make dinner and like drink wine. Like make it like be fun. Yeah, I agree. And like also too, like obviously the whole like sex thing is a very big part of a relationship, but you don't need to put all the pressure towards that. Like maybe like work on other things in the relationship. Like clearly mm-hmm. like communication is lack um, and just like other little things to see if maybe that can help you know the sex and like phases are like okay like you're in a phase where like you're stressed with your job like not everything can be perfect all the time Mm -hmm. so i wish yeah like it's okay don't like like break up with your boyfriend because you're stressed with work you know yeah feel it out give it a second um this one is completely the opposite direction of what we're talking about but this is about food and i really want to talk about this real quick because um it's Something that a lot of newbies don't realize. But where to start with eating um, healthier? I hold weight in my stomach and I know it's coming from food choices. Now, I hate like the term of like it's coming from food choices because one thing that I really stand by is like food. There's no good or bad food. It's more of just like obviously like the quality, yes, is a big thing, but it's more about like at the end of the day the num like the macros the calories of the food that you're having it's lifestyle it's your lifestyle like it's like if you want to have that day like a chocolate chip cookie at the end of the night before you go to bed and if you did that i don't want you to look back on and be like that's why i'm holding weight in my stomach is that chocolate chip cookie because it's not like you can still every single day Mm -hmm. for the rest of your life have a chocolate chip cookie before you go to bed right like i have ice cream before i go to bed every night not halo top not i have Ben and Jerry's ice cream before I go to bed six out of seven days of the week yeah. <laughs> every single day. But I think for some people that genuinely are like, I get that. I'll get I have balance. I'll get that. But I simply eat, quote unquote, like not good every day. Like I wake up and get fast food breakfast and then I eat like a frozen pizza and then I get McDonald's like that type of person. That's like I simply don't know how to eat help me the most basic thing ever is literally grocery shop by um like food group and by macro so get Mm -hmm. carbs vegetables protein healthy fat and then make every single meal have a carb a vegetable a protein and some healthy fats throughout the day thinking of all your meals like that makes it so easy like a carb and a protein and a vegetable for every meal with a sauce on it is the easiest way to make food at home. Yeah. It's so fucking easy to make food at home like that. And I think another thing too is breakfast. Like starting off your day on like a really good note with a good like healthy breakfast and finding something you genuinely really like because I've had the same breakfast for years now and it keeps me full, keeps me satisfied. It's a lot of protein and I feel like that just like always starts off your day on like a good note. And especially if you keep it consistent, that will help you throughout like the rest of your journey with your quote for quote diet is that will keep you on track. If you at least have like one meal a day, that's consistent. Cause if you're yeah. constantly changing up every single meal, every single day, like that's not realistic and it's not going to keep you on track. 
it's going to make things so much easier. So yeah. for breakfast, like you can do like protein oats. Taylor loves doing eggs I just, and I toast. I literally do eggs in a bagel or eggs in sourdough bread. You can do like a yogurt parfait. Literally the protein the, pancakes. Yeah, protein pancakes. Like the options are endless, but find something that you really, really, really like and try to stick to it for breakfast because that's already setting yourself mm-hmm. up for six, success for the rest of the day. Yeah, and when you go on Pinterest or something and look up healthy meal inspo or vegan dinner or like anything like that it's all so complicated i used to look up like plant-based dinner inspo and it's like this casserole and this that and the other and that's so complicated i'm not making that so what i was saying before about like carb protein vegetable you can turn that into so many different meals let's say for one instance you do chicken rice and then a bag of like frozen peas and carrots you mix that all together with some soy sauce boom now it's like fried rice like asian stir fry instead of your carb being rice you make your carb pasta and you have it with broccoli and like red sauce okay now it's italian food Mm -hmm. like so and it's just carb protein vegetable and it's so easy to make meals like that and you literally just switch up the sauce and the way you combine it all and you can make the, the options are endless. Another option, like you can make it in a way so it's like a burrito bowl and it's still just carb, vegetable, protein. Yeah, and season and it's your shit. So easy. Please season your shit. Like I can't stand like bodybuilder type people like that post their meal on boat and it's like dry as fuck chicken and like unseasoned vegetables. Like mm-hmm. don't be scared of seasonings. Like I yeah. used to be terrified of seasonings. Because, like, sodium and shit. But, like... I didn't salt up. my food. Yeah, like, season up that shit. Like, it will taste amazing. Yeah, salt. Like, it's so... It's so good. Like, I feel like it gets such a bad rep to be, like, meal prep. Like, chicken broccoli. That's disordered. But, like... No, sometimes it's just easy. And, mm. like, healthy can be easy. And it could be simple. Like, and it's it doesn't have to be complicated. You don't have to make some Pinterest-worthy recipe to make healthy food. Yeah. It just has to be balanced. All right. No one got time for that. Next up, boys. How to break up and get over a three-year relationship. Currently living with my boyfriend of three years with a dog and a cat. Basically, I know I deserve better and want the romance book type of love, princess treatment, twin flame type of love. But right now, I'm not getting that time of day like I used to. Long story short, I know I'm going to break up with him, but it doesn't make it easy. This is my first real relationship and first real breakup. I obviously still love him. And we've been through so much together, but I don't know where to start. Any tips would be helpful. It's never going to be easy. It's going to get harder the longer you do it, the yeah. longer you wait. So you're going to continue to just you build gotta up guilt. Do it. You got to do it like ASAP. I've never lived with someone and had pets with them. So I'm so sorry. It's going to hurt. Like one of our friends is going through that right now. Our girlfriend that we were just with on Thursday. Oh, like she's going through that right now. Yeah. And. One thing that she's been doing is just, like, getting herself out of the house, whether yeah, it's, yeah. like, going on walk. Because, like, oh, they they work together and they live together. So, like, their combo is, like, I'm just going to talk in reference of them because I obviously don't know you and I don't know pure details about your situation. But, like, one thing that's been helping her is she is um, getting out of the house, like, a lot, hanging out with different people, more people, and just being really social to kind of keep her mind off of things because it can be hard like after work going home and just like having to like deal with that so like 
if you need to get out of the house and be out of the house, that may help. But in terms of the actual breakup itself, like you just got to bite the bullet and do it. It's it's not going to be easy. It's going to suck. And I feel you on the like three years. You have a lot of love for that person. You've been through a lot with that person. And I think being through a lot with someone makes you feel like you need to stay in. And like it's bad if you leave because you've you've been through so much for them. They've they've been there for you through a lot. You have a lot of history and it feels hard to leave that but it's really okay something can be meaningful and important and a great like chapter in your life but it, you don't have to stay in it like I feel like that's where I was I was like but we've been through so much and um the person has been there for you so much and like you have that amount of love for them and that's not a bad thing to just be like that was what I needed in that moment and it was a good run and I'm glad I had them when we did but it's not working right now and you can just like appreciate the past for what it is but you need to break up with them and just kind of rip the band-aid off and do it and then my biggest 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 thing after you break up do not talk. I went absolutely zero contact for six months. Now, we lived in different states, so that's really easy because there wasn't even a chance of seeing the person. But we did not say a single word to each other for six months, which was truly the way to do it. And people always ask, like, how? It's so hard. Just don't. Like, yeah. you have control over your body. You have control over, like, who you call on the phone. Just don't. Don't do it. Like, when you do break up, though, like, living together is going to be hard. But like I said, just, like, get yourself out of the house. Stay busy. Um, I don't know, like, what your situation is maybe with family. Like, if you need to, like, go live with your family for a month or something while your lease is still up. Because, like, financially, that can be hard. Like, you yeah. can't just get up and leave your lease. Like, that's not easy. But if your lease is up in, like, a month or two, I don't know if this is toxic. I would stick it out. If it's, like, a month. I mean, you could definitely have the conversation and there's like, I feel like you should have the conversation because why wait and like, why continue to wait a month or two? Well, yeah, because you're gonna have to resign. The, you're gonna have paperwork brought up. Yeah. And it's like, you're not going to resign the lease. Um, Yeah, people do it. You're not the only person in history to go through this. It happens. Yeah, I'm all team for like, at this age, if you are even debating a breakup, go for the breakup because at this age, we all learn and grow and change so much as people. Like, you're going to outgrow a lot of your relationships because yeah. you're not the same person you were when you started dating them. Like, right. it's just, that's not realistic. Like, if I started dating someone at 18 and then I'm 21, 22, like, I'm not the same person. I'm not even the same person I was no, last year. I look back on memories when, like, that pop up. I don't sit there and go through the memories. Like, when I click on, like, my Snapchat memories from uh when it pops up like three four years ago today whatever some things will have like past relationships in them and i'm like i don't even fucking know who that girl is in that video that feels like a lifetime ago so it's just weird yeah. i'm like okay yeah that was only two years ago but who the fuck is that girl i don't even like relate to that person at all so yeah, yeah by the time you won't even you, you'll get over it i sound so like anti-relationships but it's like true it's not anti-relationship it's just like you need to get i don't know like I like when like taylor me, was going through her breakup i was like i know it's gonna happen like i'm just gonna sit here and not talk but i know like it's gonna eventually happen it's i think it's for me it was a lot of coming to terms with the fact that 
because like you wrote in there like you have a lot of love for them and you've been through a lot that's fine and you don't need to turn that love into hate or fuck these memories like think about someone that's fine like that's good you had this person oh yeah that was good to you for however long you had this experience you got to like go through that phase of your life it's fine you're not the first person in history to go through it you'll be fine it's like your parents like if you have like parents that are married they probably broke up with a million people they thought that they were gonna be with and weren't and like they they're fine like you're not the first person to go through this friendships i went on an overnight double this one's fucked up by the way i already read this one taylor fucked up friendships i went on an overnight double date with my best friend and my best friend cheated on her boyfriend and made out with my date while i was sleeping we slept at his house and they made it made out on his couch that day before our real date activities. She didn't really apologize and thought it was funny. I haven't talked to her since, but I'm supposed to go on an eight day trip with my friends and she'll be there. Do you think I should just not go? Yeah. What the fuck? That's not a friend. Ditch that entire situation. A double date. She has a boyfriend. She cheated on her boyfriend. Ditch that entire situation. If anything, reach out to her. I hopefully now ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, you can probably bond. team up, team up, <laughs> team up. I'm assuming they broke up. You're now single because your date fucked you over. So yeah. fuck that guy. Fuck her. Team up with the the boyfriend. That's so fucked. Like that's that, that's what I would do. That that's like me like bringing a date, us going on a double date, and then me like making out with Jonah. That's <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> it's name fine. drop name drop name <laughs> drop i honestly don't i'm so i don't care um unless this, this is a prank the whole time yeah that's not else. his name i'm pranking you <laughs> <laughs> no li- that's literally crazy my literal only advice i don't really know if this is toxic but it seems like the right thing to do to me is team up with the boyfriend you guys can team up one thousand percent one thousand percent that's what i would do yeah that's so fucked up don't I'm sorry don't go on the trip like i'm not gonna give you some like sweet don't like go- little like advice type thing like nah fuck that no don't go on the trip don't go and on the team trip. up with the ex don't go on the trip i don't care if you already like paid for a whatever whatever eat you would be miserable loss. i would be, loss if i would if you be- lost 200 bucks you didn't go on the day trip sayonara you're not getting it back don't go never talk to her again that would just cause so much drama. It's an eight-day trip. So that would cause so much drama. Oh, I literally don't even care if it's all non-refundable. You don't go. Or you go and you use that time. Or as, if it's um, not too late, spill the fucking tea and none of them will want her to go. And then she gets kicked off the trip. No, but your date can't go either. <laughs> so you can maybe go on the eight-day trip with your new man. That no, is, it's a girl trip, I think. Oh, it's a girl trip? It's yeah. It's not a couple's trip? She just said, me and my friends have an eight-day trip. Okay, if it's just, like, all the girls, yeah, get her off the trip. Okay, yeah. I misunderstood. I thought you were supposed to be going on another couple's adventure. Yeah. Okay, if it's all girls' trip, get her ass off the trip. She gets no trip. Or if she comes, just no one talk to her. Because if it's, if it's all your friends and you like your friends, just tell everyone. Make sure everyone knows. Put this on blast. Make sure everyone knows. Yeah, that's so But yeah, fucked. okay then. If it's your friend trip, you can go. Just make sure everyone knows that she is hated and make her life hell and get with her boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend. 
No. Guys, some of you girls, I bet you some of you girls listening to this right now are like, I'm that girl. Like, I've done that before. Like, some girls are so fucked up. They are fucked up. Like, who the fuck does that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyways, next one, getting over situationships. Literally, when I tell you this man is so repulsive, he picks his nose and eats it. He did it during sex, too. What? Kisses with his eyes open. Ew. Does one position in bed and is addicted to drugs. Why He's do you guys have asshole. sex with these people? He's a complete asshole. Yet my dumbass keeps romanticizing him, hoping he'll change. Okay. Advice on how to stop being a Delulu and get the fuck out of this. Why do you guys have sex with these people? First of all, you literally are doing it to yourself right now. Like you can just tell yourself that he's fucking gross and you're not going to romanticize him. Like, you just wrote a whole paragraph about how he's the worst person you've ever met. So just why are every you time you him? romanticize him, think about the fact that he picks his nose while he's having sex with you. That's crazy. <laughs> that's out of that's out of control. Kisses with his eyes. I think the eyes open is worse. I think <laughs> no, the kissing with the eyes open is fuck. If that's I ever so was kissing someone with my eyes closed and I looked. And opened my eyes, and he's just staring into my face. That's crazy. That's literally insane. That's like. But why what? do you guys have sex with these people? The one position in bed, like that, repulsed me from a man so fast. Yeah, like what position? You do? Well, I'm just curious. Like, huh? what do you? What are they doing? Are they just, like you're just doing doggy the whole time? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Like, I mean, I was hooking up with a man that didn't even. It was like having sex with like a fit, like a sixteen year old when you lose your virginity. There's not even like foreplay. It just sounds like this man is just—I don't even know the word for it. But like, yeah, he's repulsive. But it just sounds like he just doesn't have any idea what's going on in his brain. Like he has a pea brain. <laughs> like, <laughs> if I'm being honest, like, it <laughs> sounds like he doesn't have sisters. Oh, 100%. And it sounds like he is not looking for a girlfriend. And it sounds like his body body count is probably 700. Oh, my God. No, not even. He does one sex position. (laughs) What did we discuss? They uh, Yeah, that's so facts. Okay, guys, we did discuss this, that guys that have really high body counts. Suck in bed. Suck in bed. the girls don't come back. Yeah, the girls don't come back. So his body count is probably 700 because yeah. you can't get a girl to come back. So you fuck a new girl every single weekend. Yeah. And every girl runs away screaming like, oh, my God, that was the worst thing ever. <laughs> but anyways, no, I'm on a serious note. It's a situationship. So, like, I don't know if you have, like, true feelings there for him or, like, you literally you're don't. Delulu- you just wrote yeah, exactly. a, a paragraph saying that he sucks. Like, I can understand, like, the Delulu-ness of, like, a situationship where it's, like, oh, my God, he loves me. Like, that, like that sense. But it doesn't even sound like that's your Delulu. Like, your Delulu just sounds like, I'm going to, like, make this man fall in love with me. Like, that you're, type of yeah, vibe. Yeah, you're delusional that you think he's a cool person. Yeah. He's probably a nice guy, but he's not boyfriend. Yeah. He... He just sounds gross. Yeah, and like if you listen to this podcast and you keep up with us and you like feel like you're our vibe, you're clearly a great, awesome girl. Yeah, and you deserve so much better. Yeah. So I would say my advice is hop on Hinge, hop on a dating app or two, go on some dates, get attention elsewhere, and that's how you're going to get over it. 100%. Like if you're the. And have good sex. Good sex will get you over that in a. Also. In a heartbeat. (laughs) Like when it comes to getting over any guy, whether it's a situation, boyfriend, anything. Getting attention from somebody else is going to help you so much. And I'm, I'm, 
I hate when girls are like, oh my God, like the rebounds, like don't go for the rebounds, like don't do a rebound, like work on yourself. Not fucking No, that. like get attention elsewhere. It doesn't need to turn into anything, but as long as you get attention elsewhere, like that's going to help you so much get because over a situation. you don't like him, you like the attention. Yeah, exactly. You like the eyes open kissing yeah. attention. You just like the attention. And yeah, you like when he's really focused on you when he's kissing you. You like so his eyes open staring at you. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, we're not making fun of you. I swear, we're just making fun of this stupid ass boy. Um, yeah, you like the attention. You don't like him. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Anyways, um, friendships. Hey guys, my lifelong best friend basically dropped off the face of the earth when she started dating her boyfriend. I would a- I would ask her to hang out, but she would say she didn't want to go to the bars, and then she would just stay there with him. Then I'm asking to do anything else, like grabbing a coffee, and she would not want to plan anything just to be with him six out of the seven days a week. We went from hanging out at least once a week to not seeing her in over a month. I finally confronted her about it and she told me she was, um, he was her main priority in life now and that I was playing a different role in her life. I have not talked to her since from being hurt and her not being able to um, make any time for me and that has been a month ago. She put me, she put no effort into fixing things but I feel like I made the right choice but just wanted to hear your guys' opinion. I think this valid. This is exactly what happened to me. Like, year like years ago when i went from high school i had a best friend that we went to the same high school and then went to the same college together like that's how close we were and she started dating this one guy i also had a boyfriend too but we broke i broke up with my boyfriend so i was i had more free time but we hung out all the time and i could not stand her boyfriend and let's just say our friendship had a major falling out because she put all of her effort into him. I just needed a friend to be there for me. One throughout my breakup and two, just to like hang with and see all the time. It's like, you're going to put so much effort into like begging for a friendship. That's not a friendship. Especially what makes me wonder about these relationships. Cause sometimes I get the people who don't necessarily go out anymore because they have a boyfriend, like go to bars. But when you get to the point where you're just trying to just go shopping get your nails done coffee she literally has to go get coffee hang out at their house do normal friend things where my question comes in is what a shitty partner you have to be to be okay with the fact that your girlfriend doesn't see her friends if i was like we were literally talking about this the other day i know but we have one friend in our in our group that disappeared but I can't imagine going to my boyfriend and being like, Sam says I don't hang out with her anymore, Like, but I told her my priority is you. Like, I feel like they should be like, why would you say that? You know what I mean? What a shitty boyfriend to be instigating that on and being like, yeah, that's correct. That's just so weird. And like, how are you guys not going insane with your know. boyfriend only? all the time because when i had a um i used to like only really talk and hang out with my boyfriend not because of anything i just didn't have friends <laughs> i didn't have friends uh before i lived here so uh i kind of talked to no one else because i didn't have friends oh my god i wish i had friends i just didn't have friends but if i did that's all how are you guys having friends and then just dropping off the face of the earth my thing is relationships like that where you spend every single waking second together is like that relationship is going to 
like burn out really quickly it's because so you have so, you're you're spending so much time with that person mm-hmm. that it's like it's gonna it's codependent the span too. of that relationship is gonna be so much shorter because you're spending every waking second with and them if you break up you're gonna be unable to function but to the girl that asked you're doing the right thing you can't force someone to be in your life you're not in the wrong if you don't want that friendship anymore. There's there's not much you can do if you already talked to her about it. And she genuinely just told you that he's her main priority. Then, I don't know. She sounds like insane though too. Because even if he is her main priority, if this is like, hey, my relationship's taking priority right now. Okay, there's seven days in a week. Priority could still be hanging out with him four days a week. Yeah. And you can you can hang out with him seven days a week, but what about in the morning one of the days, in the night one of the days? You know what I mean? You can be obsessed with your boyfriend all you want, hang out with him all the time. You one, have so there's so many hours in a day. One thing I will never sacrifice for a relationship is like my friends. Like no, anyone I date is going to be added on to my life, not taking away things from my life. So just know that that friendship was never meant to be, and. That's just comes with growing yeah, up. Yeah, so I know it's. I know it already happened like a month ago. Like you said, like it happened a month ago. You just still wanted our advice, but like you're doing the right thing. Like you don't have to be begging on your knees for a friendship. You can find so many more friendships. They're gonna if they break up, she's gonna come like crawling back. Yeah, which don't let that happen. All right, this one's great. I generally don't enjoy having sex unless a guy uses a vibrator on me. How am I supposed to initiate this without making it awkward? Do you guys ever just use sex toys with your man as sneaky link? I need tips on how to make it not weird to bust out the sex toys. Thanks in advance. Girl, for the first time, just do it drunk. Like, if you're a little bit tipsy, like, you have a little bit of, like, liquor confidence, just, like, pull it out. I I don't (laughs) think guys really care about that stuff. I think they think it's hot. I've never done it. I've only done it, like, a few times, but... Like, I've never had a guy being like, what the fuck? Like, a, they love a it. A guy will never say what the fuck to you wanting to do anything related to sex yeah. with them. There is nothing you could do related to sex that a guy would be like, ew, yeah. weirdo. I know. It's not going to happen. And, like, you can, like, ease into it, too. Like, start off with, like, maybe, like, introducing, like, lube into sex. Like, other little things. Like, the smaller vibrators that, like, you can, like, put on your finger. Like, the smaller ones. are like, I don't know what you're into. But, like, just yeah. ease yourself into those situations. Yeah. So you don't have to, like feel scared to i mean you can jump into it but i'm just saying like you can ease yourself into it something new in my life now because before i was only really with someone that i like grew up with so there wasn't much like conversation needed because we were like experiencing everything everything together together. yeah but now being more um grown up and in like a new relationship it's like if you're not like talking about things like you should be talking about things like having conversations like do you like that i like this like did you like that did you not like that like like it's you should be talking about that Mm -hmm. it's like very important and if it's awkward to talk about it shouldn't be awkward to talk about like if you're grown adults and like have like if you if it's not awkward to literally have sex with them it shouldn't be awkward to have a conversation with them like you should just be able to talk about it and it won't be that weird it's not gonna be weird i promise you it's not that weird so in your head on that because and you're not like um if you think because i feel like the first part of the question was more so like is it a problem that like you only Mm. like it's not gonna be like good without it that's like really common yeah, that's a very normal thing. That's a very normal thing. Um, so you're not like crazy. Yeah, like most 
like we did an episode with like a sex therapist like months back and she even said in the episode like like it was like a high ass percentage number i can't remember the number off the top of my head but she was like most of those girls like are not going to like quote quote like finish or like experience but the guys experiencing without like some type of toy involved or like a vibrator or something so don't don't yeah it's not weird um they probably won't think it's weird um yeah Yeah. i just haven't because i haven't like i just don't really feel like Mm -hmm. like like it's not like important to me but if it was important to me you just talk about it yeah makes things fun all right. Next one is about shaving. So someone mentioned it wasn't really a question, but she was just like ingrown hairs down there. Like, what do I do? And the next one was, Sam, I think I remember you saying that you have been getting laser hair removal. I'm just wondering how the hell you go through those appointments because of my second treatment. I looked like and I was getting an exorcism. I was uh, I was on the bed in so much pain. Ibuprofen before the appointment. Take a sh- shot in the parking lot. Please help. OK, so. This can go for, like, either waxing or laser. Like, they're both painful, but over the course of the appointments, they're going to be not as bad. Like, your tolerance will build up, like, for the pain. I thought every laser appointment was worse. No, like, they build up, like, the laser, but I don't, like, like, I'm used to it. Like, I am expecting what the pain's going to be. Like, the first time I went, I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is this supposed to be? Like, I don't know what it's supposed to be, but... um. Yeah, I, I don't take ibuprofen anymore, and my pain tolerance is really good. Like, I don't really feel a lot of pain, but it is so worth it. I'm telling you right now, the ingrown hairs, like, I I never really got ingrown hairs um, until when I was doing waxing. Waxing gave me really bad ingrown waxing hairs. Waxing gave me ingrown hairs when I stopped and would start shaving. Yeah. So, waxing for me was the only time I really experienced ingrown hairs, and then, like, a little whiles ago, I got ingrown hair like on my vagina, and I thought it was a fucking like, like herpes or something, and so that's when I got tested. But I've never really like had bad issues with ingrown hairs, but I do think laser is worth it. I have an appointment today, and I realized it's like not growing back. That's crazy. I know. I have just been shaving because I just like don't. It's just like on a on a priority for me to like um pay and like go to appointments to go get it done it just like i just don't really care to right now um exfoliating shaving cream a good razor and then body oil like after will like help too but also like it just fucking happens and when you see people that it looks like a baby's butt down there it's either laser or um i like waxing if you're gonna you have to continue to get it though like often it's not like a solution you're gonna have to continue doing it but i never minded it i didn't think it hurt but as far as shaving um people do get ingrown hairs and bumps it's not like fucking perfect but also like everyone's skin is different but a really good razor and like changing the head of it often exfoliate shaving cream yeah yeah i know it's actually pretty common girls that like don't exfoliate and like keep themselves clean down there just because like they don't think they really need to like exfoliating is going to make the biggest difference yeah and i love a little oil i like i had it was like a facial oil but i didn't use it on my face because i'm like on a strict skincare routine but it was like soothing facial oil so i just used it um after i shaved and oh my god it was so nice it like calmed it all down and it was really nice um Next one. I really like this one. Self-love. 
First of all, both of you are my Alex Earl. I am always on top of your posts and stories. First of all, I love that. I think Thank it's so you. funny that call, like you're my Alex Earl is like a just a, a phrase. Yeah, now. I know. It's funny. Um, my question is, how in the world do I become as confident as both of you guys? I, I'm in awe on Taylor's um, confidence in the way she carries herself and in awe on how Sam is always 100% herself with her personality. I have a similar personality to Sam and I often all... Um, allow myself to shrink because I feel like it's too much. Um, how did you get over that? Or do you ever feel like you're way too much? I love you both so much. I'm going to be so real. I became a confident person from going through the worst fucking like things. Yeah. In my life, which is like a sucky answer. Cause I'm not going to be like, just find a way to go through something fucking awful. And then you'll come out confident as ever. But that's like genuinely, truly what it was like only so many times can like it was like other external people making me feel like shit so then i just got to the point where i was like these people can't make me feel like shit like i yeah, can't like, let, i can't control. let other people make me feel like shit all the time mm-hmm. so that's literally what did it for me and being in front of the camera um everyone likes to make tiktok and stuff like and obviously like now we do it for work but before i didn't and like making tiktoks was just fun yeah like, and it and it made me more confident to just like be okay with filming myself social media made me more confident but it truly was being in such horrible places and having so many people make me feel like shit about so about myself that I, ha- I physically had no other choice but to like do it myself yeah and mine in terms of like personality is like I've definitely dealt with that, especially with being around new people that I don't want to like annoy them. So I get a little bit self-conscious. But I think the thing is, is like I just I always like love making people happy and laughing. And I just love like always having a good time with people. And if I can give that to people like that's one thing that I, I love being able to do. And a compliment that I received like a like few weeks ago that honestly kind of changed like my perspective on like me as a person because I'm so out there is one of my friends literally looked at me and goes every friend group needs a Sam Taylor and like that like hit me like so hard because I was like fuck like why are you always getting in your head so hardcore about like like being so loud and annoying like because I also sometimes like look at Taylor I'm like Taylor like just like if I'm like outgoing like when we were on the party bus like one day I was just like like tell me right now if I need like shut the fuck up or like if I need to sit down like and tame myself for a minute but like no one's ever done that to me like no one's ever been like Sam stop like shut up like they enjoy it so like just be you and the people that want to be around you will be around you they're not gonna stick around like and who cares you don't want those people in your life anyway if you can't be yourself yeah I don't know there's no reason to like not be yourself and I'm still working on like the confidence thing. I'm a very shy person. I'm never the most like outgoing person in a room like ever. I'm never like the person with the most friends. But even like little things um like being confident in your style or confident enough to take pictures in the gym. That kind of stuff is just ripping off the band-aid. For example, when I was going on a date with my now boyfriend, we were going to a baseball game and I wanted to wear um, cowgirl boots. But like, it's kind of a lot sometimes. It's a 
It's just an outfit that you're not used to. Like not even I'm used to it, but I'm like, oh, with a guy, like, is they gonna think? Are they gonna think that's yeah. weird if I like wear cowgirl boots? I could just go the safe option, wear some Air Forces, and like, no, never but, keep it safe. But then I realized it was like a, it, it was a conscious decision, and these are moments where you have to make, like, do the work. It was me being like, if I was going with Sam to this baseball game, what would I wear? This I would wear cowgirl boots and a bodysuit and shorts and i could wear a t-shirt and air forces and like be quote-unquote like normal but it's like i'd wear boots and shorts and a bodysuit that's what i would wear and i don't care if it's too much like i need to just wear it because that's what yeah. i would wear and if i'm going on a date with this guy who's gonna date me for me that is what i'm going to wear yeah so just like little things like that of not like toning yourself down of doing what you like want to do yeah i'm here for that i agree Next one is about food. Getting comfortable going out to restaurants while tracking macros and and how to not care if you have one or two special meals for events or like at restaurants. And you just got to not care. Mr. I know. Like, I remember being in that headspace of like, oh, my God, like. I go out to a restaurant, like how to get the healthiest option that fit my macros that day. And it's like, no. I'm telling you right now, one meal, no matter if you don't track it and you make it at home, you have like a frozen meal in the fridge or if you go to a restaurant or anything, one or two that week, like I promise you is not going to fuck you up whatsoever with your progress in the gym or anything. Taylor and I, we are like a walking example of that. Like yeah. we used to track, 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 track. Yeah, we were seeing great results, great pros- pro- uh, progress. But now we don't track. We don't do anything. We eat out maybe once or twice a week. We go out on weekends. Our eating schedule is never the same. Like from like Monday to Friday, it's like pretty much the same just because we're working from home. But then like on the weekends, like it's a little bit different. Maybe I'm eating dinner at like 8 p.m. or I'm eating dinner on the earlier side. So that way I'm like making sure I'm getting food in. But like you just need to know that it's not going to affect you. I literally on Monday went to a baseball game, had like three drinks. My dinner was half a big pretzel and popcorn and the next day i pr'd my pull-ups yeah so like it's it's not a big deal the only thing that's going to mess you up is worrying about every single time you go to a restaurant stressing about every single time you eat at a restaurant will do so much damage to your body exponentially times more than eating the food yeah like we've said this before on the podcast like there will be fitness content creators that don't eat out and are super strict on their diet And then when they eat out, they'll be like POV, like you just went to dinner and it's like their pants are unbuckled and they're super bloated. And it's like they're super bloated like that because they are so stressed and putting so much pressure on themselves that when they eat out, they just bloat up like a balloon because their body's not used to it. So getting yourself used to it, getting yourself more comfortable eating out at restaurants is real a more realistic lifestyle to be living than tracking your macros Monday to Sunday and not eating out i feel like because people say to like get healthy to stop eating out which yes stop eating out all the time yeah don't uber eats every meal for your health and for your wallet yeah like, your don't wallet, eat out that's sure. fucking expensive people that eat out all the time i'm like how, how the fuck <laughs> how the yeah. fuck do you do that but yes all the time don't but because i think that said so much people just like demonize restaurants Mm-hmm. They think restaurants are like the worst place on earth. It's just a restaurant. It's fine. Like restaurants get this crazy reputation of being just this like place you have to like 
tackle going to and like have a good like strategy in place to go to a restaurant it's just a restaurant guys yeah like it's okay and like another thing too is like the control aspect of it like that's what it is that's what it is everyone like not everyone but like for the most part people just feel like they have to be completely in control of the food that they are consuming and when you put too much control in it you're obviously gonna be constantly thinking about food and that's when you could even like splurge or like just not end up having a great relationship with food so once you kind of get rid of the whole thinking about food 24 7 that's when you develop a better relationship with going out to restaurants going doing anything free will like going like taylor went to a baseball game and wasn't like really concerned about like what she was going to be eating like we'll go the only thing i was concerned about was making sure that i ate something yeah like i was like i I forget where i went the other day but i was like where the fuck was it oh we went to like a bar for first thursdays at like i don't know what time did we get there Seven thirty. but i was like oh like oh maybe i should eat dinner before like i was like thinking about I'm like oh maybe i should eat dinner before like uh but i wasn't hungry so i was like you know what i'll just eat dinner way later like i, I can eat dinner at 8 p.m mm-hmm. i'm just like i don't need to be eat- like no one makes the rules on when you need to be eating like as long it's as you are chill. eating it's, just- it's chill vibes eat when you're hungry if you have an event or whatever, like maybe bring a snack if you need it or just eat at the event. Like it's, it's not that big of a deal. I promise yeah. you. Food is so, it's crazy. It's controlling. It's so crazy that food is such a like intense It subject. is though. Like everyone experiences it. Everyone goes through it. Yeah, which is so sad because it's just, it's just food. I know. Like you, you literally need food to live, and it's such a touchy subject to speak about. It's nuts. I know. Been there though, so I totally understand. Yeah, where anyone 100%. that's dealing with that is like going through. And it's like it's so silly though because it's like you just like kind of wake up one day and you're like, oh, you're kind of like out of that like mindset. Like obviously we kind of like eased ourselves into it because we were like we were tracking macros, we bulked, cut, and then we intuitive ate. And like now months later, I'm like, oh my god, this is the best relationship I've ever had with food in my entire life. But it's like you need to kind of experience it all mm-hmm. in order to like develop a good relationship with food. Mm-hmm. So that's it from me. That was our last one. Yeah, we talked for. I know. A while. I do. Speaking of ingrown hair slash laser hair removal, I have an appointment in the next 30 minutes. I need, I need to, leave. to go to HEB because I'm cooking dinner tonight. Oh, yeah, you are. I'm going to make shrimp tacos. Yum. I can't wait to watch. Anyways, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This was the part two. Highly requested. And we appreciate you guys being so involved in our content that we post on every other platform, like continue to do that. It shows the love. It shows that what we're doing is working and we are building yeah. a community of girls that just want to continue to uplift each other and just, you know, feel like we're a part of something. So I love it. I love it. I love you guys. I love this podcast. I love talking to you. And also thanks for killing it. If you're watching it on YouTube, every single episode we post is like better than the last one on YouTube. So love it. shout out to our YouTube girlies. All right. Bye, guys. See what's streaming free all month long during Amplify AAPI Voices on Pluto TV. Watch shows like Kim's Convenience with Simu Liu and amazing movies like Meet the Patels and Jason Momoa in Braven. Plus, Pluto TV has hundreds of channels with thousands more movies and TV shows available on live and on demand. Download Pluto TV on all your favorite devices for free. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never. 
I'm John Glover. Emmy Award-winning researcher John Glover. And I'm Marissa Pinson. Critically unacclaimed TV writer Marissa Pinson. Aww. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, On Brand with John and Marissa. Join us every week for an exploration of the world's most interesting and iconic brands, like Walmart. Do they still have the old people who say welcome to Walmart? No, they got rid of them. So you just want more old people in the store? I want every staff member to be over 90. <laughs> and Heinz. 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 I say Heinz. <laughs> like a, a German dictator. And while you learn about these legendary brands, you'll also learn a bit about us. Hey, John, do you still sleep in shoes? <laughs> There's probably, I would say probably three times a year I fall asleep in shoes. You told me the thing that you should never um, look under a Costco chicken. Well, I don't think you should ever look under a chicken. (laughs) So tune in every Wednesday for a brand new episode of On Brand with John and Marissa. Available May 24th, wherever you get your podcasts. See you there.